the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. We are kicking off the week here. It is Monday. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Hashtag Monday motivation. What's our motivation for this week? Our motivation needs to be, I think, or should be, gathering together, thinking of ways that we can actually get active and actually do something to push back and to stop what is the force, the tidal wave, the tsunami that is the Marxist movement and the revolution that's happening in our country. Very violent over the weekend. We've got to talk about that. We've got to talk about the tsunami, the economic tsunami taking us over in the form of debt. Now there's more talk about more, quote, stimulus uh, which is just uh, another another front, another uh, another front to the battle that is pushing back against this Marxist revolution going on in our country, which also includes the coronavirus. So those are the three fronts that we've got to talk about tonight. We've got to talk about the terrorism happening on our streets as part of the Marxist revolution. We've got to talk about the exploitation of the virus as a part of the Marxist revolution and the economics of it, which are all part of the Marxist revolution. And this is a tsunami that is taking over this country. 888-344-1170. If you want to be a part of the show, you can also keep keep those comments rolling on Facebook. I was in the middle of posting a comment to one of my besties out there, Sandra Kinslow. When the show started, (laughs) I'll have to click on that and make sure I hit the send on that. She says, you're all family to me. Well, you certainly are all absolutely family to me out there. We've just become a family. Us conservatives, uh, we also, even to the point to where we even have our own little Facebook group called Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. we got to join together. We've got to be treat each other as the family that we are, that love this country, love what this country was founded on, want to continue it, love each other in spite of even if we have differences as conservatives, like about the mask. we got to talk about the mask tonight because uh, you know that's certainly an aspect of the economics, of the revolution, of the coronavirus, of, the, uh, of every aspect of Marxism. Again, the number is 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Parler at just Andrea K. And we are streaming live on Facebook right now at The Answer San Diego. We've got a great show for you guys tonight. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be back. Boy, the heat is on in Arizona because they're considered to be one of the epicenters. And the heat's been on Andy Biggs because he's been anti-mask mandate from the jump. So he's going to be here to weigh in on that as well as congressional um, stimulus relief debate that's going on. Uh, the masks. President Trump came out today in a picture and said that it's patriotic to wear a mask. 
And I'm curious your thoughts on that. Are you pleased with him on that? Do you see it as a practical move because he's pro-mask, but he's not pro-mask mandate? How do you see all that happening? Clay Clark, Clay, Clay Clark, uh, say that uh, three times fast, is going to be here. He's a businessman and entrepreneur uh, all over the airwaves and is a contributor. Entrepreneur Magazine is going to be here to talk. He's done a lot of research on the masks and all the different studies. And we'll be here to give you guys the truth from a health standpoint which is what the masks are supposed to be about. All that being said, I'm always glad to share this time with you guys, especially my man, my right-hand man here in the studio. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. I have my veto pen drawn and ready, and I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ DJ All these socialists and uh, commies and commie lights, they're ruining what the true definition for me is for Marxism, and that's the Marx Brothers. I mean, I mean, they're, they're ruining <laughs> classic comedy, Andrea. It's got to be stopped. <laughs> well, you know what? We're laughing, but the truth of the matter is, is they have destroyed comedy. The left is. Oh, they really you, have. You can't, you can't make a joke anymore. And and and, and if you are a comedian, have to or watch the, everything you say. You're well, well. They're not just watch everything you say now, but they're going to go back 10, 12, 15 years to see if they can dig up something that they can use to against you as the cancel culture. And your first think, word at birth was what? Oh, well, that's got to be stopped. Well, exactly. And it doesn't even matter whether or not you check a certain box as a minority. Look at what they did to a Hispanic business owner of Goya Foods, because this is about a Marxist revolution. This isn't about any of the identity politics. Don't think because you you are in one of their neat little groups that they pretend that they care about that this is actually about you. This Means is about nothing. power. That's right. This is about power. And you look at one of the ways in which they're going to get power over on us is physically terrorizing us and beating you down. Have you heard of Bloody Sunday? Did you hear about that yesterday? DJ Potatoes? No, I did not. Yeah. Well, well, in addition to the 200 or so protests continuing in Portland and the 200 or so reported arson attacks in Portland, the violence that took place in Chicago against cops and against citizens. I mean, it's just rampant violence everywhere, which Fauci, by the way, Mr. Coverboy Fauci, we got to talk about him. Hang on, let me get my ear masks on. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about him with Andy Biggs in in a minute. But yeah, he's on the cover of InStyle magazine. He's commending New York City as though, you know, they're the ones in New York is the ones that got it right. Granny killer Cuomo intentionally sending sick grannies into nursing homes, causing 6,000 or so deaths. That's who Fauci, that's who Fauci's commending. The same city in the same state, by the way, that tells everybody to stay inside, except if you're a, a Black Lives Matter writer, a terrorist on the streets. Well, in Denver, here's what's so particularly about Black Lives Matter. That Forget the hashtag, forget what it's supposedly about. The organizers of Black Lives Matter said they are a Marxist organization. They are well, well educated on what Mar- Marxism is. They are well um trained on the taxis, tac, uh, tactics of Marxism, and that's what it's about. And they're doing, they're in, in uh, waging their revolution in physical attacks on people, and that's what happened in Denver. It was, and Michelle Malkin was there, I believe Andy No was there, and others were in Denver for the sixth annual Blue Lives Matter celebration in support and defense of the police. Well, um, sounds great, right? Except that, of course, the anti-cop mob swarmed the uh, back. It was called the Back the Blue event. And um, not only did it get the counter protest was organized by the Party for Socialism and Liberation and other Black Lives Matter supporters, including the Afro Liberation Front. Um, and what, what makes this so galling and Michelle Malkin was there and she was attacked on stage as well as others were. And you can see in the videos that she produced that these, that these 
terrorist were well-armed, well-practiced, covered in black, and using retractable batons that they used to beat up on people. And you would think, right, you would expect that this going on, that the police would be with the back-to-blue people, right? Wouldn't that what you would think? That's what would make sense. Yeah, except they weren't. Except that the police chief himself actually marched with the Black Lives Matter movement. In fact... One of the or the Denver police chief, uh, this Randy, let me say it this way, Randy Corporon, who was one of the organizers of this event, he tweeted out that the Denver police chief is telling us that we're putting his officers in danger by holding our sixth annual event at our regular location. His officers not talking about keeping us safe, not thanking us for standing up for the beleaguered law enforcement. He wants us to move. What would you do? Michelle Malkin tweeted out. She t- tweeted out. Um, let me see her quote. How do how do how do we stand up when police obey Black Lives Matter and stand down? How do we back the blue when they won't back us? There are police officers. I think something like 20 have been killed since the George Floyd murder on the streets by the police officers. And since the Black Lives Matter protest began and riots and terrorism began. And how often is that in the media? Yeah, well, it's not not often enough, but you would think. That with police officers being beaten all over this place, being attacked, being vilified, they're trying to retire because they've got targets on their back. They are being slaughtered in the streets by these people. And you would think that they would be thankful for for people to organize an event to thank them, to back the blue. In fact, the six-year back, the blue thing started back when the original Black Lives Matter uh, went around, which resulted in six police officers in Dallas being gunned down. But to think that we've got... Law enforcement standing with these Black Lives Matter terrorists? Y'all about lost me. That turns my stomach. It turns my stomach. You're dang right it does. Just Friday, though, we we announced, uh, as many people did, that the number one at the um, group of which all the police unions and police associations across the country backed President Trump. Well, you know what? How about you? How about you people stand with those that support you? How about you do your job? I was sickened by all the by all the different uh, military and the different people that knelt. Remember all the kneeling that went on at these riots and these protests. These riots are continuing. You're not seeing them. You're not seeing this that bloody Sunday or any of the other riots on TV because they know it's working against them at this point. Because the truth of what this movement is about is on full display. Oh yeah, the coverage has dropped off completely. Exactly because they know that America isn't for this. This is uh, this is absolutely astounding to me, uh, and it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying to see this happening in the United States. And we're not hearing. And you know what else I'm not hearing from the Republican Party? Where are they coming out against this? Update, though, today, before I take a break and go to Congressman Biggs, it was breaking news this morning that the couple that that uh, exercised their Second Amendment rights and the Castle Doctrine in, in Missouri protecting their home after these terrorists broke down a gate to get into private property on a private street and threaten them outside their homes. Uh, they, uh, The husband and wife actually had their guns and, and came out to protect their property. Uh, charges, I guess, were filed against them for unlawful use of firearms. Um, the uh, update uh, is that the Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt moved to dismiss the charges brought by St. Louis's top prosecutor against the couple who pointed the guns. Um, and that prosecutor, by the way, oh, well, let me quote her. She says it is illegal to wave weapons in a threatening manner. 
That is unlawful in the city of St. Louis. This, the message she's trying to send, it's unlawful. These, these people, she didn't arrest anybody. In fact, it, those that did get arrested in rights in St. Louis were released. The only people that she filed any charges against were the people who were exercising their lawful right to protect their property. The message that the left is trying to send to you is, yeah, we haven't been able to get rid of your Second Amendment yet. We're going, we're, you, it's okay. You can buy a gun, but don't you dare try to use it in defense of yourself or you're the one who's going to be faced with prosecution, not the bad guys that are there to do you harm. That should send a chill up and down the spine of every American. We're going to take a break. We come back. Congressman Andy Biggs. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. We're in the process of trying to get connected here with Congressman Andy Biggs. When we do, we'll let y'all know. Um... Uh, he's been one of the few people that has been anti-mask mandate, been standing up for reopening from the very beginning, reopening business. You cannot really have. I'm so tired of this, this ridiculous notion. I said from the beginning, and I think I was one of the first people. First of all, let me take you back to the beginning. From the very beginning, going back before the shutdowns, I said there's hype going on about this coronavirus. No, I'm not buying the numbers. I didn't buy them from the jump. I was against the shutdowns from the jump. I said, we're going to never be able to be reopened. And then sure enough, they had to shift as the numbers did not bear out. It went from flatten the curve to then we've got to stop the spread. Then we've got to manage behavior. I said, no, this is just this is just nothing but a hijacking of our entire nation for their Marxist schemes. I was right all along. And one of the things I pointed out day one was about these masks and the six-foot distancing. I said, this is the tools that they will use to keep us from ever being completely reopened. And I was right. And and to see the Surgeon General, and Trump's in a really difficult position. He's in a horrible position because these are people within with his administration. And so what's he going to do? It's like if he he doesn't, you know, go, go with the scientist... Then, you know, he's he doesn't have a party backing him. He doesn't have the support of the Republican Party. You know, I still don't actually like Andrea that he actually came out and said the thing about the mask, because I know that's not really been his bag. And I wish he just would have stood his ground a little bit harder. You mean the picture that he did today wearing the mask? We're saying he's patriotic. Um, I, I understand why he did it. But I don't think he needed to do it. Well, I think that, um, yeah, I think that what he should have done, uh, he's made a couple mistakes in addition to the knee jerk uh, immediately. I mean, like uh, by his own admission, I think he says he, they came in and told him two million c- people could die. And within hours uh, or with or minutes, he decided to do a shutdown to me. Uh, take a deep breath. Wait a day. It wouldn't have, you didn't he didn't need to do that. We what we should have done is done something surgically. We already had the data from Italy at that point that this was about seniors average age 80 with comorbidity. We did not need to. Uh, shut down the entire government. He could have. He could have said, "Well, let's start with this," and then you know, given him bought himself a little time. That well, was especially the first with mistake. all the false numbers coming well, out. Well, absolutely. And um, well, you know, he he bought models, and he needed he needed to he needed to, to get more information before shutting down for the first time in the United States history, shutting down 
a, a, a multi-trillion dollar economy the way that he did. And, and understanding one of the things that was always brilliant about Trump was his ability to take the temperature and read between the lines and see what was going on. He knew in 2015 and 2016 what was ailing the minds of Americans. He was in touch with what was troubling them and what the problems were in this country and the mistakes and the failures of both parties. And I think he was so it, it so tugged on him and, and he, it tapped into his fear that I think he, he did a knee jerk thing. Then I think that when he did these daily press conferences, he put too much trust in Burks and Fauci. He is somebody that listens and he listens to people around him and he put too much trust in them. The fact that they supposedly are doctors when the reality is they're politicians, they are politicians, there is a difference just because they have a certificate that says they're a doctor does not make them anything but a politician. They have MDs after their name. They have MDs after their name. And I think that he, he, he then I, he got himself into a box with these daily press conferences. He announced today he's going to redo these press conferences. I think that is a mistake. When you have a, a, a head of the Center for Disease Control who is saying that the state of New York did it right when the state of New York did everything absolutely wrong. They have the highest number of deaths per capita of anybody in the country. They intentionally killed old people. You couldn't go visit a senior in a nursing home, but that's where they put the sick seniors. When when Fauci did not come out, he's telling everybody in businesses they need to be shut down and schools can't reopen, but he didn't criticize Black Lives Matter protest. When you've got a man who's going to throw out the first pitch at a baseball game, but schools can't have any kind of sports. When you've got a man sitting on the cover of InStyle magazine? That is not anybody to be taken seriously. He has not gotten anything right. Peter Navarro, Peter Navarro was absolutely correct. This is a man who's not gotten one aspect right. He was the one who said in January he didn't want the travel ban. He was the one that said that the, that take your cruises. He was the one who said that masks don't work. And you know what? He, he was right. Masks don't work. And same thing for the Surgeon General, who's now all over media, saying, I beg of you to wear a mask. Why are you begging us to do something that you said wouldn't work? And, and they me don't if I'm work. wrong, Andrea, but wasn't Nancy Pelosi inviting people to New York? Yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah. Let's talk about how the mayor, thank you for that, de Blasio yep. and others were encouraging people to go down to Chinatown. And anybody who had any issue with this virus was was a racist. So, no, President Trump should not be backing the mask. He should be saying if he should be saying there are questions about the effectiveness of masks about the effectiveness of it in stopping a virus, as well as the the health risk in wearing one. So I am not on top of the fact that we are a free society. And there are implications from an economic standpoint with these masks. So I am for a free society. If you feel safer wearing a mask, wear one. I think businesses should have the right to to require one. And I think that individuals should have a right to know, not go there. I think that's I very think, fair. I think each school district should have a right to decide if they want to require a mask and families to be reopened. And families can decide whether or not they want to put their kids there. But I and I, I and I think he needs to go back to that in regards to the economics, something I was going to talk to Congressman Biggs about. We are twenty six trillion dollars in debt. I got an email the other day from an economist and a businessman and a financial manager who's sounding the alarms about the forthcoming soon complete economic fallout. That's about to happen if we don't, number one, completely reopen this country, and number two, do not sign into law one more fat spending bill. To hear any Republican try to argue and try to debate whether or not we should do a $3 trillion spending bill or a $1 trillion spending bill because, gee, we paid all these people to stay home. 
Now they want to stay home because they're making more money staying home than they were going back to work. So now we need to pay them to go back to work. So here's an idea I heard today from somebody who's supposedly be a conservative and made me want to jab myself in the eyeball with the pen to end the pain. She's like, what we should do is we should tell them they, they need to go back to work. And if they will go back to work, we will continue to pay them the same unemployment rate. Doesn't that sound great? Tater skins? Yeah, how do I get that gig? I'm going to get full unemployment, which was paying me more than what I was making on the job. And my paycheck. And my paycheck. Yeah. How fantastic. Part of this, the reason why we're here is because, and you may remember this, DJ Potato Skins, back when I first started coming in with El Hoff on Tuesdays with AK, with on Craig's Sewing yeah. Show, back in 2015, I was saying, look, we got a problem going into this election if we don't. Romney, we needed Romney as a self-made man, which he was, by the way. We needed him to explain to the American people the benefits of capitalism versus socialism. Oh, horrible job. And, and it's because he was the architect of Obamacare, and he's and he's a big government dude as, as much as, you know, Paul Ryan, which is why Paul Ryan was his, you know, his running yep. mate, his VP. And I started saying on Craig's Sewing Show with El Hoff, we, the Republican Party, our schools have been hijacked. They're pushing socialism. The Republican Party must get a clear message that sells capitalism, that sells why. It's not as sexy. It's not as exciting. It doesn't look great on a bumper sticker like free college, like free this. But we've got to figure out how to sell and how to make it sound good. How nobody giving you anything. How hard work, ambition combined with a free market capitalist system is the one that will provide you the greatest opportunity for success down the road versus a socialist system. Because unless we do that, we're going to end up in Marksville. We're on the road there. And here we are. I remember you saying that now we're at the tipping point. I, I've said it over and over and over and over and over again. And nobody and I would even ask Craig and, you know, and Elhoff, how do we let's come up with a plan? How do, how do you sell it? You're you're on the stump right now. What's your what's your pitch for capitalism? And it's a really difficult thing to explain to people. And, and so the Republican Party has failed at that they want to go around talking about low regs and low taxation without explaining to anybody well because it doesn't explain what that means and how it affects you're struggling to pay the bills with your family and you you didn't take an economics course and somebody's telling you low taxes that's an appeal to you it's well because it doesn't because it's meaningless and here we are now we've got people then why would they? Why should they go back to work? They, the, the mainstream media, with a with the Trump administration, deep state scientists have put instilled fear in in the eyes of the public, on top in the minds of the public, on top of the fact that they've been paid to stay home, and so far they haven't dealt with any any fallout from that, any repercussions from that if they're not the actual business owner. So now what we've got is we've got the Republican Party competing with the Democrats on continuing to pay people. And we're facing an economic tsunami that's about to just completely destroy us if we don't get it together. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this discussion with Clay Clark, who's actually a businessman and an entrepreneur, when we come back. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. Before the break, I was talking about... Well, I was talking about a lot of stuff. I was talking about this Fauci and... 
Mr. Coverboy and all the lies and the ways in which this uh, coronavirus has been exploited for power and what is what the economic fallout. I cannot believe that the Republican Party is arguing today. Oh, our plan is just one trillion dollars versus three trillion dollars. It's it's insane. And we cannot have. And one of the things I also talked about earlier and that I've continued to harp on from the jump is that you cannot have anything related to a considered to be a reopening when you've got regulations in the form of masks and six foot distancing. It's it's uh, you know, it's the ultimate in regulation meant to cripple us and continue the crippling of the U.S. economy for power by the left. And joining me to discuss this and more is Clay Clark. He is a businessman, an entrepreneur, and a contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine. And he joins me now. And he also has been delving into this mask issue, from what I understand, in a variety of different studies. So he might be here to actually clear the air from these fetid, unclear, nasty masks that people are wearing everywhere. Hi, Clay Clark. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show, and hopefully I can give your uh, audience some great facts as opposed to overbloated fears. Okay, well, let's hear it, my friend. What you got? Well, okay. Uh, first off, let's let, let's do a, like a three-point three point, uh, discussion here. So first off, everybody listening here today, if you could pull over, get out a sheet of paper, maybe have the person riding shotgun take some notes. But let's start off and say... When did we first get scared? Well, we first got scared with these hugely inflated models, right? I mean, grossly inflated. And these things were made by Neil Ferguson. We all know that. Neil Ferguson is who made them. Uh, The Abdul Latif Jamil Institute is who made these models, and they were funded by Amazon. But don't believe what I just said. Just type in Amazon invests $750 million into the Abdul Jamil Latif. You're going to see all this. The point is, the whole thing started with fears that were created by overhyped models. Well, now, in order to keep the fear going, what we have to do is we have to convince America, if we're going to keep the fear going, they have to convince us that the cases are escalating at at, at an astronomical level. So I want the listeners to do tonight, if you can, is if you will email me to info at thrivetimeshow.com. I'm going to send you all of this stuff, all cited. Everything is cited, okay? I'm not a doctor. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur. But email me, info at thrivetimeshow.com. And you're going to see here that uh, according to Dr. Andrew Kaufman, who is an MIT, Duke, and medical uh, University of South Carolina graduate, that right now he is showing that the RNA tests – the PCR tests, and if you can believe it, the antibody tests are all showing wrong results. So you're having the number of cases are being inflated somewhere between two and three times. Well, uh, let me interrupt you right there because I want to make yeah. sure I understand what we're talking about here because we did know um, that the the numbers were being inflated in one way because let's say I tested positive today, then I can't go back to work until I get two negative tests. So it will take a few reiterations, iterations. Therefore, I might get three positive tests before I can go back to work. Those are all added yes, into ma'am. the case count. You're talking about something different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what's crazy. And again, I'm trying to fit into a, maybe a five or 10 minute conversation, a 45 minute video. But you have a doctor who very thoughtfully articulates, and he's saying, when you do an RNA test or a PCR test or an antibody test, these are doctors, I'm just an entrepreneur, but he's, he's, he's pointing out that because of the way the tests work, it would indicate that you have COVID when you don't at least two times more times than people that actually have it. Why and is that? So, so you're, they're getting false positives. Does he say why? Yeah. 
Uh, well, he, he again, he's trying to not speculate um, because he doesn't. Get, he's not in the minds of the, of, the, of the nefarious people that want to keep the country shut down. But um, it's to keep the numbers high. The case numbers are high because as long as the case numbers are high, stories can come out that show that the cases keep rising. And think about this: Fox to Detroit reported that in Florida, many Florida hospitals, they're simply not reporting negative test results. Right. Um, you have L.A. Times. The headline is: and This is all in the link. I can send your listeners. Orange County is now reporting inflated case numbers by counting healthy people as positive. And in Tulsa, where I live, I mean, this is anecdotal. So, I mean, uh, people that I know, four people that I know now, this is crazy, have been uh, diagnosed as having COVID-19 over the phone. <laughs> I, mean, they, they I shouldn't laugh. Them. I should laugh. But that, I mean, this money. is absurd. I mean, we've, we're, we're, we've, we've got our country being destroyed economically. Clay, and, and it is, uh, they're doing phone diagnosis? Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, that's like Dr. Laura drive-through diet. You know, you, no qualified doctor. That should, anybody who's doing that should be recorded, reported to quack watch. You know, no, I mean, that's you're, insane. You're right. You're right. I, I have a friend of mine. He, he owns a business. Think about how crazy this is. He owns a business. He knows that I'm a very strong-minded individual. He knows that I just got invited out to the White House this past week by the Trump administration to see the briefing. He's seen me on Newsmax. So he knows I know what I'm talking about. And he calls me. It was, the, it was like a sad conversation. But if it was an Adam Sandler uh, movie, it would have been funny. But he calls me and he says, Clay, I've got COVID. And I said, well, are you okay? And he goes, no, I feel great, but I got it. And I'm going, you seriously, this is a 40-year-old man. Do you have COVID? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. I, I, I got it. And I'm going, well, how did you get it? And he explains to me that over the phone, he's diagnosed to have COVID. That is, uh, and, and he believed it. That, you know, yeah, he's it's, worried. I mean, he lost his joy. And the devil, I'm a Christian guy. I sincerely believe this, that Satan comes to lie and steal and destroy. And I believe our Lord Jesus Christ comes to to, to optimism, positivity. And I I believe these things. I believe the Bible's a literal thing. And what we're doing is what's happening is it's, it's satanic. Yes. And when you start to look at, I mean, think about this. Everybody listening right now, don't trust me, okay? Just Google search this tonight or duck, duck, go search this. Type in Dr. Fauci funds the Wuhan lab Newsweek yeah. Newsweek not not claycloth.com not tinfoilhat.com Dr. Fauci funds the Wuhan lab Newsweek gain of function research is where you take a naturally occurring virus out of a bat or an animal and you try to increase its transmissibility Think about how weird our show would be if you said, Clay, how was your week? I said, oh, it was so good. Thank you for having me on your show. I just spent the weekend wrestling bats out of a cave and trying to increase their transmissibility. That's weird. They had to do this research in China because the U.S. banned it. And Fauci's the one who funded it. And yet he's still and but he's and because our country has got to the point to where the culture has been shifted so much to where you're not allowed to question anybody in any institution. You look at the way that the the American psyche is today. You couldn't criticize Comey or Strzok or Page or anybody involved in the weaponizing of, you know, in the in the Marxist communist way in which they they went after people for politics. You couldn't question anybody related to Ukraine with the State Department or the intelligence agencies. Now you're not allowed to question anybody at the 
CDC. When did we become Americans that just had so much faith in our government that, you know, you're not allowed to question it. We're just blind followers. Same thing with the masks. I mean, these are the Fauci and the Surgeon General were saying masks don't work back like five seconds ago. Now, suddenly everybody's all about these masks and people are and, and people are screaming right. at me on the street, Clay. I've, I've been screamed out on the street if I'm walking down a sidewalk by myself, 50 feet away from everybody. I don't have a mask on. We've gone off the rails. And if we, and if the American people, I've got to ask yep. you where this is going ultimately, because, yep. you know, somebody tweeted out today, no mask, no entry to shops, no mask, no airline travel, no mask, no public transport, no mask, no access to public buildings, no mask, yep. no work, no mask, no school, replace mask with vaccine. And that's what's well, coming next. Okay. Okay, here's where we're going, and I know people don't want to go there with me, but again, you can email me, info at drivetimeshow.com, and I'll send this to you, but I want all your listeners to type into Google right now. Type in Fox News, Texas, Fox News, Texas, China, danger, okay? So Fox News, Texas, China, danger, and then put 130,000 acres into the search, all right? And I'm not sure if you've seen this or covered this, and I apologize. I'm a poor guest. I haven't listened to every one of your shows yet. But there has been – China has purchased 130,000 acres. I'm saying this slow. 130,000 acres in Texas, and their holding company that purchased it is the same holding company that creates all of the re-education camps in China. This is in Texas. Fox News, Texas what? Type in Fox News. Uh Uh-huh. Texas, China, and then 130,000 acres. And that should pull up the search result, and you can read the article. It's it's disturbing. Um, So you you talk about this. I mean, we're talking about uh, another thing you can search for right now, folks. Type in 54 NIH scientists fired into Google. 54 NIH scientists fired. The NIH, according to the FBI right now, there's been 54 scientists that were fired all at one time for failing to disclose they're working with the communists. And it's the NIH. And obviously Dr. Fauci's working directly with communist China. So I'm I'm asking you to do here, we we all remember the, 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 the Cold War. You know, I've had multiple guests on our Thrive Time Show podcast in the last couple months who worked in the Cold War. One guy was a, actually a submarine. He's in a submarine in the Cold War. He went on to become a spy for the U.S. And he said during the time of the Cold War, to his knowledge, there was about a third as much of a risk as there is now of a communist invasion. One third. Wow. He, 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 has, he still has people that work in the U.S. government. He goes, it's, it's, it is, it's scary. I mean, when you have – just all your listeners should type this into Google. Type in, the, type in FBI 2000 Investigations China. Just type it in. FBI 2000 Investigations China. And the best place to go to to get this information, folks, if you go to Judicial Watch on Twitter, Judicial Watch on Twitter, I mean, you're going to see some crazy stuff. Have you covered the fresh the – fresh, but not frozen fetal tissue this is discovery. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. Type this in real quick. Fresh, but never frozen fetal tissue. Judicial watch. The judicial watch has discovered. They found emails from, these are emails from our FDA requesting fresh, but never frozen. Whatever that means. Aborted fetuses from Chinese women forced abortions. They want fresh but never frozen. 
and the project is they're working on creating humanized mice. I what does see that. that? Mean? Yeah, I, humanized. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling your listeners real stuff to research. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, if you email me to info at drivetimeshow.com, I'll make you a commitment. One, I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not going to say anything. Um, two, um, a lot of people have reached out because they heard about my book, um, Fear Unmasked, which was bananned. My book was banned on Amazon. I heard about that book. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that in your bio today. Mein by Adolf Hitler. Check this out. My literary agent represents Tim Tebow. And Pastor Jensen Franklin. Oh, I mean, wow. She is squeaky clean, Esther Federkevich. And it gets banned for hate speech. Wow. But there's something bigger going on when we're banning books that yeah. are sharing truth. When you are now, I mean, it's, it, we're at a level where we, we have to do is we all need to look up Matthew 510. That's a Bible verse. And uh, controversial ideas, it may be. The Bible it was uh, God's inspired word. And in Matthew 510, it says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for their righteousness, yes. for they shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. What, what Satan, what the left, what China is, is betting on is that you will say nothing. You will not speak up until you get into the concentration camp railroad cars. Now, the BBC just covered this today. The BBC Today, just type in BBC China re-education camp. Drone footage has just surfaced from China showing them doing a mass scale concentration camp currently going on. Millions of people putting people into railroad cars. China. This is the same China that has the patent on remdesivir. Remdesivir, if you go into the hospital right now with COVID-like symptoms, COVID-19, right. the, the, the protocol they roll out calls for the use of remdesivir. Yeah. That is a Chinese patented drug that, that causes renal failure. And if you will email me to info at thrivetimeshow.com, I'm going to give you a report from Dr. Brian Artis, which, by the way, I, I think your listeners would love to have him on your show. On your show. Yeah, he's on his my list father, to get him on. Yeah. Oh, his, fa- his father-in-law was put to death, essentially, because they wouldn't let him have access to his father-in-law at the hospital, and they put him on this drug, and it killed him. This is, his, I mean, this is a real doctor. Yeah. Um, Dr. Jim Meehan, Oklahoma's top virologist, is one of my dear friends. He has a report, I'll email all your listeners, that shows wearing a mask actually causes you to rebreathe. I mean, it's common sense, right. but you're rebreathing bacteria. Your oxygen levels go down yeah. and you get sick. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, you, you're, and you're gonna, you know, out here, I'm gonna have to let you go in a second, uh, Clay, but sure. I mean, it's like, you know, they we're putting them on kids. I mean, you're gonna have little seven-year-old kids sneezing into their mask all day long and blowing their oh, snot yeah. and sitting rebreathing their snot. I mean, like, I hate to be gross, but that, you know, we're, we're di- that's what we're doing to kids, you know, in Can this I country. Listeners to take a well, I'm gonna ask your listeners just to take one quick action step tonight. All right, and then we gotta wrap it up because I'm yeah. past the point of a break. I want your listeners to boldly share the truth. Get the truth, get the facts, but then boldly share the truth because you have a great show and a great voice and you've been sharing it passionately. But we need an army of truth tellers that understand that we will be persecuted for sharing the truth, but we will win in the end because our God is greater and our God is good, but we have to stand up now. Absolutely. And my listeners know it. And one of the things that I said the other day on Facebook was, is that this is, this is an attack. Every bit of this is, is ultimately an attack on our faith because uh, you cannot live in a state of fear as a Christian. 
And this is about replacing God with state and wanting us to put all of our faith. And that's why Chris Cuomo said, don't look up there. We we're we're in this together. Don't look. Don't look up at God. I mean, he literally said that on his show on CNN recently. And my people also understand this phony coin shortage is also all about getting us uh, in the end times. And so my people really get it. And I thank you so much for being here. And I hope you'll come back real soon. No, I tell you what, thank you so much for what you do, for standing up for what's right. And I, I, all your listeners out there are listening to the right show at the right time. Keep listening to your show. You do a great job. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for being here. Take care. All right. Now, uh, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, but we got more coming up. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I see that Lindsey Graham is talking about, oh, he might have Sally Yates of come before Congress to talk about. I am not even, I could not be less interested in any more congressional hearings. He's one of my least favorite Republicans. I mean, you look at, you look at what they did, Trey Gowdy did with Hillary Clinton and Benghazi. I mean, we had Americans slaughtered in a terrorist attack on the anniversary of September 11th and we had a sitting administration, a president and a secretary of state lie to the American people, lie to the families of those died. And Trey Gowdy coordinated with Hillary Clinton and the Democrats to only hold one Benghazi hearing going into the midterms because he didn't want to impact the election. That's the entire point of oversight and transparency to the American people. I am so sick of these games. I want to see people prosecuted. In five seconds time, Mueller was able to go after Manafort and Michael Flynn and Cohen and everybody and Roger Stone and Jerome Corsi and get prosecutions and people thrown in uh, solitary confinement and we've got nothing so far absolutely nothing there must be prosecutions today we found out or on friday some more notes came out revealing that as as early as february 9th in 2017 notes taken by fbi agents showed that were released by the Senate Judiciary Committee Friday afternoon. Why would they do this on Friday? A Friday news dumped where nobody sees it. Notes proving that Christopher Steele in the dossier, it's even worse than we thought. Not only was there no there there, he was relying on um, his uh, Christopher Steele's source, primary, secondary source. He really had one source. And come to, you know what the notes say about the sources for the Steele dossier? What's it say? There was a bunch of, his social network was a bunch of drunks. And the report that had to do with the the hookers peeing was some uh, anonymous phone call with an interview with some hotel manager who was asked about it. And he said, oh, celebrities do all kinds of things. So because this guy didn't deny that it happened, basically said celebrities do stuff, they considered that intelligence and went after Trump and launched a special prosecution. This is insane where we're at. I don't give a crap about Lindsey Graham bringing anybody in before Congress. I want prosecutions done of everybody involved in the FBI, and I actually want to see Obama and Biden's butts dragged in in a perp walk is what I want to see. But I'll see y'all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.